Aqui estamos. Welcome back. Unfiltered Vitamin Z Season 10. I've been slacking because I, so I I had a feeling too a week after I said oh, I'm going to drop an episode a day if I didn't stay consistent because before I wasn't even really thinking about like since I really started when I do a podcast and when I don't and um, I guess I didn't put much thought into it because it didn't feel like a job that way but there's something about work that's been a, a theme for me lately I'm really set there's a track on my next uh, mixtape called Trabajo work in Spanish and I wrote like a little song and put it on my Instagram. And for the actual song, I have different lyrics, but f- for the ones that I had just written, just just thinking about the concepts, a lot of different issues. Because one of the issues I remembered every summer was not having something to do. As much as I hated school, it gave me something to do. I knew it wasn't something for me, but at least it was something. At least it was something. There was more benefits. There was more pros than cons, right? You know, being a safe place, safe at least. <laughs> Uh, a place to socialize, a place to bounce off ideas sometimes. Uh, for the most part, it's a place to, to learn. Uh, however, I did realize that a lot of times these institutions that are there to do certain things ironically don't do it. Departments of justice rarely do serve justice. Departments of education rarely do educate. Departments of you know, government rarely do govern. You know what I mean? Like when Reagan said, Government isn't the solution, solution, it's the problem. So then it comes down to what exactly were we going to do then? And I think the biggest takeaway in anything, you know, the macro here is work. Uh, that was a problem why I said once that the... It's a... Uh, fuck automation. Leaving us to sit in the filth of contemplation. You know, being replaced by robots and, and massive AI, massive useless working class as Harari and 21 lesson for the 21st century suggests it's a scary thought not in the sense of being replaced because the money's there we can have a universal basic income or, or a universal basic service system i mean there's a way to pay people to not work we've we've seen that already with food stamps and shit but what do we do with the time the issue here isn't the money is the time what do we do with the time there's a scene in brooklyn 99 where i think they're like uh, Terry and Hitchcock and Scully are waiting around on the radio. If you guess the sound that the radio host makes, you win some prize. And they're spending so much time doing this. The captain walks in and he's like, "This is such an inefficient use of time." And he's like, "The the you know that joy, the satisfaction as an adult is that the fact that you're being productive with your time. That's that's why people go to work." And Terry like, "It is." And, um, I mean, it's just a funny concept. You ask some people, some like Carrie Sinise that has a great video one time when he was talking about being poor versus being rich in a sense and how, you know, so many people never ask themselves the question of what's my passion, what's my purpose, all this bullshit. And it's bullshit for a sense because their problems are so physical in their face of where's the next meal coming from? How am I going to pay for this surgery? I'm sick. How am I going to get medication? How am I going to keep the lights on? How am I going to keep my job? How am I going to make rent? All these types of questions. And then when there is enough money, to move past those problems, then the problems become different, where it's like, again, passion, purpose, and all that good stuff, what's going to make me happy, and all these different things, so those questions, in a way, can be more devastating, and very hard to deal with, in a sense, if we satisfy everybody's financial needs, I'm not saying like, oh no, we need to keep people working and poor, because otherwise, the, the, the mental aspect of it will kill them, no, it's not what I'm saying at all, 
we can give people quality of life and better services so they don't always have to be constantly facing those those problems of where's my food coming from am i gonna take care of my kids all that shit but it could be in a sense of those things are taken care of and now we can fulfill both we can fulfill the physical and the mental that okay now what do i do okay if that's not what i'm living for anymore then what am i gonna live for okay boom that's a whole different area and expertise where we can help and try to solve that in a better sense of just not let people do nothing there's always something to do always you can clean the fucking streets and there's and there's oftentimes a lot of times you see people like damn like i can never see myself that's so degrading to cleaning bathrooms and shit like that and then other times you can see people really happy doing those jobs janitorial work and it's like you know or cafeteria lady and shit like that a lot of these people you know i used to like fuck with and sometimes you're fortunate enough to know these people on a first name basis otherwise it would actually piss me off like how come I don't know that person's first name? I see him every day on that same floor in the same building. How come I don't know that person? I see him and, and, and a lot of times interact with him. Then I man, when a lot of people in the class, like you, you realize a lot of times the thing that disappointed me about college was the people themselves. Not necessarily professors. I was very selective and was fortunate enough that since I wasn't working, most, a lot of, I had some friends that worked full time, which is like super hard to do with school. But I only worked part time towards the beginning, the end of the uh of my school so i mean i barely worked so it's like very fortunate that i could make and, and choose my own schedules the way a student student like a real student does and so i was very selective with my professors and things like that to make sure that i picked the course that i really wanted with the people with the teachers that i really wanted but with this was disappointing the students that not everybody in that classroom is there to learn not everybody's there talks and it's not just because they're shy they just don't want to right a lot of people there's like i need to get through this class get through this semester get through the next semester and the one after and then get my fucking degree and then i can leave and um yeah it just wasn't that fun that's why i thought oh maybe studying in europe would be funner maybe it would be more of that sitting back and talking and learning and bouncing off ideas and shit and sure you do find people on any college campus that are down for that but you got a lot of people again that got like different set of problems like i'm trying to get a job i'm trying to pay this i got loans i got one two and three and so work is one of the best one of the best things there is because it gives us something to do with that time and that's why i'm so like i, I like the idea of you know urban community gardens that cherry tree i had in the neighborhood in vegas this past uh, summer quarantine like people are walking over and driving over those cherries it's free shit it's free fruit and nobody even picks it but if you can do something like that and create this this manner it's a win-win situation for everybody if you especially if you can use like homeless people next cons because yeah we can shit on homeless people saying they don't want to work or they could just go look for a job it could be hard like for the people that are in that situation not not because of drugs or alcohol even if so some people enjoy that and people want to continue that you know what i mean some people would prefer like you know what fuck this like worrying about these bills in this house i'm just gonna go out and make the world my home other people could use that opportunity of like, what do I do all day? You know what I mean? Because how are you going to walk in for a job looking like that? How are you going, you know, even getting getting a hair, even if you have the money trying to sit down at a restaurant, ain't nobody going to give you a seat. You know what I mean? And so you go into a place and ask, hey, can I fill out a resume? Who gives out resumes by paper nowadays? You know what I mean? They're going to tell you, oh, you can fill out online. We're saying Europe, we ain't got, you know, U.S. at least don't have internet cafes as much. Or, you know, I'll try going to a library and have every mom and kid start, you know, all them caring and start saying, yo, it's a fucking homeless dude in here. So, 
the access to internet then. And I've seen in Vegas homeless people do with like smartphones. <laughs> like you see them limp in one corner and then you see them walking perfectly fine the other corner. So yeah, the reason, you know, we don't trust that shit because we say it's a business. So the reason we don't donate to charities because we say, oh, they're all, you know, screwing us over and they didn't take this. And sure, maybe, but um, Humble the Poet said, I shared about a friend that is religious who told him that God doesn't care who I help, it's just that, that I helped. And that sounds, you know, nice, but it does feel better knowing that a hard-earned money is going, in a sense, to to really help other people. That's why if you can help face-to-face, if you know someone person, like, again, we think so big, like, all these different problems that we have, but it really is to think global. That's great. You think of all these global issues, but to start local. You know what I mean? You know a homeless shelter near you. You know a homeless person next to you. You know someone, you know, you know an ex-con. You know somebody that could benefit from you lending them an extra hand or five minutes of yourself or a couple extra dollars. And that's where that shit really matters, what we do in our communities, what we do in our day-to-day, and how we interact more and more. And so time, money, work, you know what I mean? You could buy land and set up some urban gardens and just give back to the community with that shit. And it helps it helps the planet, helps your community, and helps real people that could use something legitimate to do with their time. And um, bringing it back to this, it's like working. These uh, this this podcast, like why I skipped the day? I was like, I just didn't feel like recording. But I know it makes it, it's weird. It's like therapy. I mean. I saw something, <laughs> a girl tweeted, uh, why do guys type, start podcasts instead of uh, going to therapy? And I did both, uh, so fuck her. And uh, it's just relaxing. You know, so many things when we say it's like therapy, I mean, we mean in the sense of like, damn, it just feels good after. Because actually doing shit like this, meditating, be more self-aware and engaging with people around me. And again, there's only so much, like Gary B says, there's only so much you could read about doing shit, like push-ups, at the end of the day, you're gonna have to do the push-up itself, you know what I mean, some things aren't Mr. Miyagi type style, you're not gonna just be sitting around meditating, and believing in shit, and watch it manifest, I mean, that sure is an aspect of treating yourself good, and then thought that you put in, so your internal world starts, the external world will start to reflect with the internal world around you, you know, being so miserable on the inside, you'll start to see miserable everything on the outside, but the more beautiful thoughts that you put on the inside, you know, everything around you is going to start looking more beautiful, and beautiful things will start to happen, and more beautiful people start to enter your life, so it's all about meeting yourself, my mom used to always tell me that we should need to meet God halfway, you can't always be asking God for shit, and we need to meet ourselves halfway too, you know what I mean, it's like leaving an addiction, like I know you know, I'm not gonna go into, go to a bar, or I'm not gonna be around friends that drink, or I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, have rolling papers around because then I'm gonna start rolling or whatever it is. It's like, especially if you know you're gonna do it, you know, having that self control. If you see shit around the house and it's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do it, but you have it in the house, so that's already like a temptation for yourself. So you shouldn't do that to yourself. It's all about self control, self discipline self-love just meeting yourself halfway in a lot of things and then when you do that and meeting yourself halfway your other half that does want to get better the other half that you know subconsciously is there to like actually yeah let's get this started like so many things can be so hard to start like running like exercise like uh, you know just doing hard things in general but then you realize oh shit the challenge the drive and you start fooling yourself and you keep on going and going and going and going, and boom, there's a, you'd be surprised a lot with the things that you can achieve with the tools that you have, but all it takes is those baby steps and that consistency. 
I guess that's why I'm trying to do a podcast a day. And um, yeah, I was gonna, I, I was gonna like read the lyrics and break that down, but shit, it's already been like eleven some minutes. All right, fuck it. You know, I'll just do it for the next podcast. This is season ten. We got this in under 15 minutes. I appreciate y'all for listening. Thank you so much. I'm Filter Vitamin Z on Instagram. The Captain Hamas on Instagram. Check out my music. Check out my website. All that good shit. Appreciate it. Much love. Take care.